Most of you people watching this will have experienced the topic of today's show. If you haven't yet, then statistically it's very likely you will. In fact, many males of a certain age will get down with this biological buzz on a daily basis. While females might not be as prolific in producing this heavenly stimulant that nature has bestowed upon us. We might be indebted to this fleshy machine that we call our body for giving us a natural high that for the most part doesn't cost us a penny. It offers some respite from a grind of work and the endless obstacles and what can sometimes be a difficult life. For that reason, we salute the orgasm, this wonderful gift Mother Nature has bequeathed to us. Let's now discuss the nitty-gritty of our gift in this episode of the Infographic Show, Female Orgasm versus Male. Before we start comparing orgasms, let's take a look at why we have them in the first place. Of course, we know that we have orgasms as part of the impetus to copulate with another person, this gift that makes the experience pleasurable, and in turn, we sometimes churn out other human beings and keep the species ticking over. Do all animals have orgasms though? That's something that scientists are not absolutely sure about, because we can't exactly ask a dog, a fish, or a proboscis monkey what it was like for them after they got it on. Scientists know by observing some animals' vocal cords and muscle contractions that they do seem to have this biological carnal payoff just as humans do. All female mammals have clitorises, and scientists have even stimulated non-human female primates in labs and given them orgasms. Perhaps that's the best job a monkey can get when sent to the lab for testing. They didn't say how they did the testing, however. So simply put, science thinks that most animals have sex because of the feeling they receive from it. Being the beneficiary of an orgasm is of course not the only reason animals do it. There may be power plays if there's a hierarchy, for instance, but it certainly acts as the main incentive. We don't know what it feels like for the animal, of course but as one scientist talking to Popular Science says, it looks like a very pleasurable experience for some animals. Talking about our male feathered friends, he said the bird shudders its wings and clenches its feet as it ejaculates. Who knows whether it feels like a human orgasm, but the external behavior looks like it. We're told animals don't have the brain capacity to plan for babies. Rats don't think when they're getting it on that they can't wait to see a little rascal ratty taking its first breaths in the world. They do it for pleasure. Humans are different because we are cognizant of the consequences of lovemaking if conditions haven't been met to prevent pregnancy. But some animals also masturbate as humans do. They may not fantasize as we do or spend time and energy watching others do it for their own gratification and enhanced stimulation, but some do enjoy pleasuring themselves. These animals include other primates, the animal champs of sexual self-gratification, elephants, walruses, bats, and turtles, among many others. Some animals, such as the brown bear and wolf, even practice autofellatio. Humans generally don't have the flexibility for that. We orgasm fans know that when it happens, it is pleasurable. Our muscles contract, we feel euphoria, and then we experience a period of relaxation. We also know that orgasms are not all made equal, with some feeling like a minor bump of pleasure chemicals in our brain, while others feel more like being maligned into the ecstasies of chemical heaven. We experience what is called a neuromuscular euphoria when our brain's pleasure centers are activated. This happens because of stimulation, but that stimulation can come in many ways. We'll cut this short because all the ways one can orgasm would take a while to explain. As you probably know, even stimulation of a nipple or other erogenous zone can create this sublime feeling. Some people even orgasm in their dreams, when thought alone is the main driver. There's even something called foot orgasm syndrome, which you can work out for yourself. It's unusual to say the least and apparently not pleasant. But for men, they mostly orgasm when their penis or scrotum is stimulated, and something called the pudendal nerve sends signals to the brain. It's the same for women when their clitoris is stimulated. Both 
sexes can orgasm from stimulation of their rectum when the pelvic nerve is stimulated. The hypogastric nerve sends signals from a man's prostate, while it does the same in a woman's uterus and cervix. For women, the vagus nerve comes into play when the cervix, uterus, and vagina is stimulated. These are what we might call the main bases. When orgasm is achieved, your brain is flooded with neurochemicals, and these activate what we call the brain's reward systems. It's these reward systems that motivate us to do certain things, not just have sex, but perhaps complete a marathon or get a job done. Sexual arousal affects many areas of the brain, such as the amygdala, cerebellum, pituitary gland, nucleus accumbens, and ventral tegmental area. If all that terminology means little to you, the Journal of Neuroscience simply tells us that sexual arousal in terms of brain patterns looks similar to what happens in the brain when one takes heroin. Thankfully, sexual stimulation isn't as expensive and doesn't produce severe withdrawal symptoms after long-term use. Wouldn't that make a dent in our masturbating regimen? For men, the result of this orgasm is usually the release of fluid through the penis that may contain semen. Dry outcomes are possible too. All sorts of things come into play here, but usually with enough testosterone, the male can send his homemade gunge into a female orifice or simply into open space. Prior to this, the man is aroused and his penis becomes erect due to blood racing up the appendage's arteries at high speeds. The blood rush causes hardness, and the rest of the body tenses. Houston, Get ready for liftoff. This may take a while, but orgasm can be achieved in as quickly as 30 seconds from the first arousal. At this time, the heart might be beating around 150 to 175 beats per minute, while parts of the body might be moving involuntarily. Nature now plays an ace card by secreting a pre-ejaculatory fluid in the penis, which helps protect the arriving sperm by changing the pH balance in the urethra. All you men know is that when it's time for liftoff, there's no going back, and this is called ejaculatory inevitability, a fine term if we ever heard one. Muscles around the penis and anus will contract rapidly and you may push out your pelvis, and all those chemicals flood the brain and possibly cause one to grimace wildly like a madman in the grips of an ecstatic seizure. But it's not over yet. Men go through a pleasant recovery stage, a kind of easy come-down plateau after the rush, and they will see their member slowly reduced to its original, unimpressive state. Younger guys can sometimes recover from this in as little as 15 minutes, while older men may require hours to go through it all again. There seems to be a lot of content out there on what it feels like to have a female orgasm, and not much on the feeling of the male orgasm. As we said, orgasms are not all the same. Perhaps a seasoned masturbator on his fifth adult video session of the day might have a few substandard climaxes in that day's orgasm medley. But when one is orgasmed for the first time with the love of his life, the feeling might be somewhat more intense. One description we found online said this of his orgasms, like a tickle that creeps up from every corner of your body until you're desperate for it to stop and also to continue forever, as if squeegees are scraping through your limbs, like a gunshot, startling and discreet, leaving you with the vibrations, the trembling steel, the blowback. Hmm, that sounds good. And the reason many men during sex or masturbation will be thinking about the next round before the current is even finished, but they often change their mind immediately after orgasm. That's just because they've achieved a satisfactory result and the brain is contented, at least for a while. Again, we have this feeling, so we'll want to do it again and again. Men are blessed with this. Some may argue that they were cursed, so that the merry-go-round of life continues to spin. It's as simple as that. 
With that in mind, let's turn to women. Women could still procreate even if they didn't have an orgasm. Women don't need to achieve orgasm to have babies, so why are they blessed with this blissful treatment from nature? There's been much research about this. First, we should say that 10% of women don't orgasm through sexual intercourse, or not at all, even with their own hands or certain purpose-made instruments. Some sources say it may be as high as 15%. You can read things like this on the web. I don't understand. I feel like less of a woman because I can't have an orgasm, and I I want to so bad, I feel incomplete sometimes after sex. Vice magazine cited what it called the biggest ever orgasm study, which told us that nearly 37% of American women required clitoral stimulation to experience orgasm, while 18% said that vaginal stimulation did the trick. 9% of women in that study said that nothing worked, not clitoris rubbing, cunnilingus, pulsating plastic toys, or penetrative sex. 66.6% .6 of these women did say they enjoyed their clitoris being stimulated, usually with an up and down rubbing motion with medium pressure of perhaps their own or their partner's digit. As for why women orgasm at all, science is not agreed on this. Some experts tell us that the reason is because orgasm will help a woman find a man of better genetic quality. Women may not orgasm with a man of lower genetic quality, and so we're told the fact that they can orgasm will weed out the weaker men. Not everyone agrees with this theory though. Some scientists compare the female orgasm to the male nipple in that it serves little evolutionary function. Another theory is that orgasms in women will make them want to have sex with as many men as possible, and this increases the possibility of getting pregnant and promote what you could call sperm competition. Others suggest that her orgasm will help bond a pair and so ensure that the child has two parents. Orgasming in unison is quite a beautiful thing, perhaps sometimes even spiritual, and maybe that bonds a couple. This doesn't say much about many animals though that are hardly monogamous. It's an ongoing debate. Now, let's look at the female orgasm in terms of what happens physiologically. Like men, women's orgasms can be vastly different. Sometimes they may feel like they've been rocketed to the moon and back, and sometimes they're a mere fulfilling glitch in an otherwise unspectacular day. Like a man, the woman will experience a rush of happy chemicals to the brain. She may also contract and convulse and exhibit facial expressions that can border on being frightening. Again, we can't talk for all women in all orgasms. We can see what some women say about their orgasms, though. One woman told Cosmopolitan, The pleasure builds up and I feel it coming. Then an explosion of pleasure takes over everything from the waist down. The feeling trickles down through my legs and everything is completely relaxed. As you can see, this doesn't sound too different from what men say. It can also sound like more hard work, though, as this woman explains. It's like a warm, tingling wave that starts at your center and just radiates outward. It can be frustratingly blissful as you start to build and then lose it and then build again and each time you start to climb that mountain, it becomes more intense and desperate. Perhaps we could say a man is a rocket with a certain trajectory, and a woman is more a complex machine with a few more moves before it achieves liftoff. The experts tell us that is correct, in that the female orgasm is more complex. She may have multiple orgasms or even what are called blended orgasms. If you've ever been the sole contributor of such an orgasm, you'll know it can last longer than the male orgasm and come with many shakes, involuntary convulsions, and perhaps the man being gripped onto tightly as she experiences her bit of physical bliss. Women can also have relaxation orgasms and tension orgasms, which should be self-explanatory. As you know, this orgasm might be clitoral, vaginal, or from G-spot stimulation, or even other happy zones such as lips or nipples. They can be grand, they can be minor, and they can move mountains or barely eclipse normality. Unlike men, women can have a remarkable variety of orgasmic experiences, which evolve throughout the lifespan, said one academic. A woman's erotic body map is not etched in stone, but rather is an ongoing process of experience discovery and construction. Now, men sound rather dull and predictable. 
We were also told that women become more lost in the moment during orgasm and the build up to it, that they block out everything else. Does that mean like some men they could be thinking about an upcoming football game or how they're performing during copulation? Yes, that could happen too, if she's not into it. But as one writer said, if she is, we lose our usual self-awareness and consciousness of other noises, feelings, and smells around us. Described like this, it sounds what we might call more full-on, as if the woman is not the astronaut taking off but the rocket itself. It sounds like it could be almost an out-of-body experience that lasts longer too, about 20 seconds compared to that short blast that the men get. But in terms of what happens to our brains, we're not that different. Women might have different kinds of orgasms and essentially things might seem different, but that heroin hit we get is both present in men and women. We may be different in how quickly we get aroused, usually easier for men, but as psychology today tells us, the orgasmic experience is almost identical in both sexes. This means heart rate, blood pressure, tensed muscles, and the release of the love chemical oxytocin. Nature didn't get too complicated in this respect and made us both similar. We feel the same love buzz of an orgasm, and for this we can be thankful, as we can empathize and know what joy we can give to each other. We are different in some respects, though, in that men self-administer orgasms more often. In spite of some remaining social taboos preventing some women from pleasuring themselves as often as they might, the Kinsey Institute tells us that men are just hardwired to beat off. Call it practice for the big day that an orgasm might result in the beating heart of another wonderfully constructed human being. All we want to know from you is what do you make of all this? Tell us in the comments. Also, be sure to check out our other show, Your Body During Sex. Thanks for watching, and as always, don't forget to like, share, and subscribe. See you next time.